Hello, my name is Michael Appelt. Come and join and listen to my chat with AI. We're talking about faith, trust and pixie dust. Hey ChatGPT, what do you know about faith? What is it? Faith is a complex concept often seen as a strong belief or trust in something, especially without logical proof. It's commonly associated with religion, where it refers to a strong belief in a divine power or in the doctrines of a particular religion. However, faith can also apply to confidence in people, concepts, or ideas outside of religious contexts. Faith plays a significant role in many people's lives, providing a sense of hope, purpose, and direction. Are you thinking about faith in a religious sense or more generally in terms of trust and belief? More in a philosophical and religious sense, what does the New Testament say about faith? In the New Testament of the Christian Bible, faith is a central theme. It's often described as belief and trust in God, Jesus Christ, and the teachings of Christianity. One of the most famous verses about faith is from Hebrews 11 or 1, which defines faith as the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. This suggests that faith involves believing in something even without physical evidence. Another concept is of faith leading to salvation. For example, Ephesians 2, 8 to 9 states that it's by grace through faith that people are saved, not by their own actions, but as a gift from God. Faith is also portrayed as something that can grow and be strengthened over time. It's seen as vital for a personal relationship with God and is often linked with hope and love. These descriptions show that in the New Testament, faith is not just intellectual assent, but involves trust, belief, and a commitment that influences how one lives. Faith is also seen as something that can grow and be strengthened through experiences and spiritual practice. Jesus often speaks of faith in relation to miracles and healing, indicating that faith has a powerful role in one's spiritual life. I would be interested how the Buddhists define faith. In Buddhism, faith has a unique and significant meaning. In Buddhism, the concept of faith, often referred to as shraddha in Sanskrit, differs quite a bit from the Christian idea. It's not faith in a god or divine being, but more about confidence or trust in the Buddha's teachings, known as the Dharma and the Buddhist path. Buddhist faith is often seen as the starting point on the path to enlightenment. It's about trusting in the potential for awakening and the practices that lead there. This faith is not blind. It's expected to be tested and strengthened through personal experience and practice. As one practices meditation, mindfulness, and follows the Eightfold Path, their faith deepens, becoming more of a wisdom-based confidence. The Buddha encouraged followers to not just believe his words, but to test them like a goldsmith tests gold. I just want to um, speak about the difference of faith in Christianity and in Buddhism. It sounds that in Buddhism, the concept of faith is closer to the concept of experiential knowledge that is in the New Testament. So there you, you know because you experienced it. You've made a really insightful observation. Indeed, in both Christianity and Buddhism, there is a significant emphasis on experiential knowledge, though they approach it differently. In Christianity, especially within the New Testament, faith often starts with a belief in the teachings and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
This faith is expected to be lived out and experienced in the life of the believer. The experiences of prayer, community, and following Jesus' teachings deepen this faith, making it more than just a mental ascent, but something lived and felt. In Buddhism, the idea is somewhat similar, but without the centrality of a divine figure. Here, faith begins with a trust in the Buddha's teachings. As one practices, like through meditation and mindfulness, they gain direct experiences that reinforce and deepen their faith. It's a process where faith and personal experience reinforce each other, leading to a deeper understanding and eventually towards enlightenment. So in both traditions, faith starts at a certain point and deepens through personal experiential knowledge. Both see faith as dynamic and evolving, not just static belief. What about the faith in uh, Islam? In Islam, faith holds a central place. It's defined by belief in the core elements of Islamic teaching. Belief in Allah, God, his angels, his revealed books, his messengers, the day of judgment, and in the divine decree, both good and evil. These beliefs are not just intellectual, but require full commitment and are reflected in a Muslim's actions and way of life. Faith in Islam is deeply intertwined with practice. The five pillars of Islam, profession of faith, shahada, prayer, salah, almsgiving, zakat, fasting during Ramadan, psalm, and pilgrimage to Mecca, hajj, are seen as expressions of faith. Living according to these pillars is a way to strengthen one's faith. Another aspect is the emphasis on a personal relationship with God. Muslims are encouraged to seek a direct and personal understanding of God through prayer, recitation of the Quran, and reflection. This relationship is based on awareness of God's greatness and mercy, and a deep sense of accountability to Him. The concept of consciousness or piety is also central. It's about being constantly aware of God in one's life, which deepens faith and guides behavior. So in Islam, faith is not static. It's something that grows and deepens through practice, reflection, and living a life in accordance with Islamic teachings. About trust. So the Christians trust in Jesus. Absolutely. Trust is a key element in Christian faith. Christians place their trust in Jesus Christ, believing him to be the Son of God and the Savior of humanity. This trust is not just in his historical existence, but in his teachings, his death, and his resurrection, which are central to Christian belief. This trust in Jesus is seen as a personal relationship. It's about relying on him for guidance, strength, and salvation. The New Testament often talks about this relationship in terms of love, forgiveness, and following Jesus' teachings. Christians believe that through Jesus, they can have a direct relationship with God and that he intercedes on their behalf. In practice, this trust is expressed in various ways, like prayer, worship, reading the Bible, and living according to Christian values. It's also about trusting in Jesus in times of hardship and uncertainty, believing that he has a plan for each believer and offers hope beyond this life. So trust in Jesus is at the heart of Christian faith, shaping how Christians view the world, interact with others, and understand their place in the universe. Um, I'm still not very clear what the Buddhists trust in. They trust in their um, path to enlightenment or what do they trust in in buddhism the concept of trust or faith is indeed centered around the path to enlightenment but it's helpful to break it down a bit buddhists place their trust primarily in three key elements collectively known as the three jewels or three refuges the buddha the dharma 
the Buddha's teachings, and the Sangha, the community of practitioners. One, the Buddha. Trust in the Buddha is not about worshiping him as a god, but rather seeing him as a teacher who has attained full enlightenment. By trusting in the Buddha, Buddhists are essentially expressing confidence in his experience and his path to awakening. Two, the Dharma. This is perhaps the most crucial aspect. Buddhists trust in the teachings of the Buddha as a true path to liberation from suffering. This includes practices like meditation, mindfulness, and living by the ethical precepts. The Dharma is considered a universal truth discovered by the Buddha, but existing independently of him. Three, the Sangha. Trust in the community is about valuing the support and wisdom of fellow practitioners. The Sangha includes both monastics and laypeople who practice the Buddha's teachings. Being part of this community is seen as essential in supporting one's own path to enlightenment. So in Buddhism, trust is not placed in a deity or divine being, but in the effectiveness of the Buddha's teachings and the support of the community in realizing those teachings. It's about trusting that following this path can lead to enlightenment and liberation from suffering. The trust in the Muslim faith, um, I'm still not very clear in what the trust is founded there. In Islam, trust is deeply rooted in the belief in Allah, God, and his guidance as conveyed through the Quran and the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad. This trust manifests in several key ways. One, trust in Allah's wisdom and plan. Muslims believe that Allah is all-knowing and all-wise, and they trust that his plan for each individual and the universe is just and for the best, even if it's not always immediately apparent. This is often expressed through the Arabic phrase, inshallah, meaning, if God wills, reflecting a deep trust in God's plan. Two, trust in the Quran. The Quran is considered the literal word of God, revealed to the Prophet Muhammad. Muslims trust it as the ultimate source of guidance offering direction for how to live a righteous and fulfilling life. Three, trust in the Prophet Muhammad. As the final prophet in Islam, Muhammad is seen as a model for how to live according to God's will. Muslims trust his teachings and example, Sunnah, as essential guides for living a life pleasing to Allah. Four, trust in the day of judgment. Islam teaches that everyone will be accountable for their actions in this life on the day of judgment. Trust in this process is a core aspect of faith, shaping how Muslims live their lives with an awareness of moral and spiritual responsibility. In essence, trust in Islam is about surrendering to Allah's will, trusting in his guidance through the Quran and the Prophet's teachings, and believing in the fairness and ultimate justice of his judgment. Um, what is the difference between Christian trust and Jewish trust? The concepts of trust in Christian and Jewish faiths have some similarities, but also key differences reflecting the unique theological perspectives of each. In Christianity, trust is centrally focused on Jesus Christ. Christians trust in Jesus as the Son of God and the Savior of humanity, believing in his life, teachings, death, and resurrection as the path to salvation and a relationship with God. This trust is also about following Jesus' teachings and finding guidance and strength through a personal relationship with him. In Judaism, the concept of trust is more about a deep faith and reliance on God without the intermediary of Jesus. Jewish trust is rooted in the belief in one omnipotent God who is just, merciful, and directly involved in the world. This trust is tied to following God's commandments as laid out in the Torah and believing in his ongoing relationship with the Jewish people. 
It's about trusting in God's plan, his justice, and his promises, including the covenant he made with the Israelites. So while both Christians and Jews trust in God's wisdom, power, and goodness, Christians also place specific trust in Jesus Christ and his role as Savior. Jewish trust is more focused on the direct relationship with God, as expressed through the Torah and the historical experiences of the Jewish people. Both faiths, however, share the belief in the importance of this trust in shaping how one lives their life, understands the world, and relates to the divine. So we spoke about faith and trust. And so what can you tell me about pixie dust? Pixie dust is a whimsical and magical concept, often found in fairy tales and fantasy stories. It's traditionally portrayed as a sparkling, fine powder that has magical properties. The most famous example is probably from J.M. Barry's Peter Pan, where pixie dust is used to enable flight. In these stories, pixie dust typically symbolizes the power of belief and imagination. It's often associated with fairies or pixies, who are mythical creatures known for their mischievous and playful nature. Pixie dust captures the human fascination with magic and the inexplicable. Cultural context. Where are the differences and what cultures know pixie dust? The idea of magical substances or items is common in many cultures, but the specific notion of pixie dust is largely a product of British and Celtic traditions. They are often depicted as mischievous magical creatures. While the exact notion of pixie dust might not be traditional, the idea of fairies possessing magical powers, including magical substances, is prevalent. Two, literature. This depiction heavily influenced Western perceptions of pixie dust as a magical, sparkling substance. The concept of pixie dust, as popularized by Western media, has spread globally. However, it's primarily seen as a Western cultural artifact, rather than something intrinsic to other global traditions. In other cultures, there may be similar concepts of magical substances or items, but they often have different origins and meanings deeply rooted in the specific cultural or religious beliefs of those societies. Maybe give me more examples of pixie dust in modern media. Pixie dust continues to be a charming and magical element in modern media, often symbolizing wonder, magic, and the power of belief. Here are a few examples. One, movies and TV shows. Beyond Peter Pan, various movies and TV shows particularly in the fantasy and children's genres, have used pixie dust. It's often portrayed as a magical catalyst or an ingredient for enchantments. In contemporary fantasy literature, particularly in children's books, pixie dust or equivalent magical substances are frequently used. They add an element of wonder and are often key to the plot, providing characters with special abilities or solutions to challenges. In the realm of video games, especially those with fantasy themes, Items similar to pixie dust appear as power-ups or special items that grant characters unique abilities or advantages. Theme parks, like those by Disney, often incorporate pixie dust into their attractions, particularly in areas themed around Peter Pan or fairy tales. It's used to create a magical immersive experience. The concept of pixie dust has been used in marketing various products, from toys to cosmetics. These often emphasize the magic sparkly qualities associated with pixie dust. Pixie dust in these contexts continues to captivate audiences, embodying the timeless appeal of magic and the power of imagination. I thank you for this enlightening conversation. You gave me a lot of information and um, yeah, thank you very much for that and uh, 
I'll hopefully chat soon again. You're very welcome. I'm glad I could provide the information you were looking for. Feel free to return anytime if you have more questions or just want to chat. Have a great day and looking forward to our next conversation. <laughs>